I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Holly Springs, which rested upon a plateau that was a thousand feet above sea level, had historically taken pride in its healthy climate and springs, the latter of which were reputed to have healing properties. Its reputation made the town a favorite destination of resort seekers before the epidemic of 1878 and during the outbreak, a place where those from stricken cities sought refuge. In fact, Holly Springs officials opened the town to such refugees from other parts of the Mississippi Valley. But then, on August 19th, one of the out-of-town evacuees fell ill, and by the 24th, he was dead. Soon another exile showed symptoms of the fever, and before the month ended, Holly Springs' mayor became the first local casualty. Others soon followed, including Harvey Walter and three of his sons. A terrifying element of the epidemic was that it often affected an entire household because mosquitoes could easily alight on one family member and then the next in quick succession then when more holly springs residents began exhibiting signs of the disease civic confidence became unhinged and then slid into a terror the disease's awful progression made a yellow fever epidemic more dreaded than nearly every other kind of outbreak including cholera dang fever and smallpox also known at, to the region the symptoms became began with the flu-like symptoms high fever chills and severe head and rheumatic pains in the lower, lower back as it developed the victim experienced reddening of the tip and edges of the tongue and foul breath this was followed by vomiting and the hemorrhaging of gums and blood vessels beneath the skin making it appear to be deeply bruised another approximately after approximately three days there was often a remission period of up to 24 hours but the false promise was betrayed by the onset of even more severe symptoms jaundice which gave the disease disease its name nausea and increased vomiting the vomit made black by the digested blood was a sign that the disease was reaching its terminal stage in the following excruciating period there was more serious hemorrhaging and diffuse uh diffuse uh, oozing from mucous membranes the virus the virus caused renal damage and in late terminal stages there was a severe agitated delirium intractable hiccups stupor and then coma god damn hey welcome to the black out test podcast Rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting mm-hmm. you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips uh that excerpt is from ida a sword among lions um that's that's actually how her her parents uh passed was uh through that it's by paula j giddings um you can get it on amazon um but yeah i thought i would pass on some um this isn't the first time a virus has Mm -hmm. decimated people and uh it's been worse right what was this the yellow fever right yeah yellow Yellow fever. fever and and the thing about it is because we uh uh most of us have never been uh we weren't born uh modern medicine was here before most of us were born or at least some forms of modern medicine well the kind we have now i mean yeah, at that time right. they thought that shit was modern right right the kind we have now right. right uh a lot of vaccinations and all that shit vaccinations didn't just pop up they popped up because they was like motherfuckers was dying so we got to do something to stop this and so you know with all the things going around it's funny how people be like well i don't got it and i don't see the symptoms bitch you don't have it because people are getting vaccinated if this shit was happening right now people would demand that something is done but because people aren't quote unquote dropping dead and people aren't running away and shit like that and it's not a zombie apocalypse outside people just feel like well oh everything is okay it can turn into this 
if we don't do what we need to do now well you know what's interesting is that one of the main reasons yellow fever was so like not just devastating but it was like a you know something that people were like we need to fix this because it killed white people like black people survived at like a high percentage that's why i was so you know it was so un unheard of that ida lost like three family members to this because in black households you know it was killing it i want to say like maybe 80 something percent of people were surviving but still like even if you say 80 percent if there's 10 people i mean that's you know 22 of the 10 people might die right and you know tell that to the people related to that 20 percent that is no big deal um but what i thought was interesting i forgot to read this part of the excerpt but the mayor of their town told people to come to their town and said that you know essentially like yeah we we're gonna be good here don't worry about what people are saying just come to our part of the town um you know he's thinking about tourism and, and money and all this stuff and i mean that essentially doomed a lot of people to their deaths um because uh and then he died you know so that was like that was even crazy like yeah uh by july yellow fever had seized new orleans then traveled to granada uh mississippi and in august to memphis such epidemics were not uncommon especially in the port cities of new orleans and memphis where the disease had struck in 1867 and 1873 the news of its reappearance did not cause undue alarm to the residents of around and around holly springs vicksburg terrified holly springs not afraid ran a headline on the front page article of the new orleans daily picayune in mid-august holly springs mayor and board of uh, board of aldermen were quote, quoted as saying that the place is clean and healthy and this <laughs> and that there was no sign of the disease and none was apprehended and yep and the mayor was the first person to die that would live there right and you know and it's you know it's one of those things where uh the government had to tell people to shut shit down because they're like oh we're good here can you promise that can yeah. you really promise well, that we good here and at that time the only thing you could say is evacuate town right like they couldn't even just be like uh curfew uh close business it was like go home like get the fuck out of here wherever you're you, from you got to you got to pack your shit up and you got to go away from wherever here is you got to go away from yeah and it's it's wild that there that that once again government leadership there 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 was a mayor that essentially was like yeah our town is impervious to this and then it dated the town you know <laughs> so like it's just oh man so it's like the more shit changes the more shit is just exactly the fuck where it's always been <laughs> oh right and that's why people need to know their history and shit like that about how this shit and diseases and why you should take it seriously even if you're asymptomatic because you might be fine but you are carrying it around and spreading because me and roger like i said before we was talking about my mama i was like i would not dare go see her like i wouldn't go see her i'm not going around her you know i'm just literally just keeping myself in the house right and i mean it's, a, it's the responsible thing to do i think um a lot of people um either have bad information or they just don't care you know right um and i'm trying to do you know it's funny because i don't consider what we do to necessarily be um so that important not and i don't mean that in a negative way but it's the way that i have to balance it so that we can get on here and have fun and stuff and i don't feel like i have so much responsibility to everybody that i can't even have fun you know correct but um there you know today i did an interview with um koki negra about um uh because you know she's a microbiologist and uh um, it's a field 
yeah yeah and a health policy uh specialist and we talked about the coronavirus and you know like i at first i you know she had asked about like just coming on the regular show and talking about it i thought about i was like nah it's kind of serious right and so you know like while we make light of it or we you know cover something you know quickly it's like if you want to get in depth and you want to like dispel some of the myths and rumors around it let's do it and i put it out on the main feed for people to hear uh just yesterday i put out another medium talk that was about uh that where i talked to toy about um her work dealing with domestic violence survivors and things like that so like you know um some days you know we we do do some some important stuff here you know or at least try to use this platform to tackle some things that are uh pretty important so you know that felt pretty good but also just i hope people listen to it um and give it to people that are saying like you guys i've seen people's facebook post about them having friends that are like dming them and mm-hmm. rumors and things that are unfounded and right. stuff and there's so much information misinformation out there i on the podcast with coquie negra i brought up some misinformation which she corrected because i didn't know you know i heard if you could hold your breath for 10 seconds you were good and that's not true you know so you know it's, so there's a lot of stuff like that that mm-hmm. um is out there and i think having the correct proper scientific information helps um from somebody in that field that knows better you know than i do and uh just from reading articles and stuff so i hope you guys are uh sharing that if you get a chance um because i think one of the things that can help is knowledge right right and 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 wisdom and knowledge and the, the thing is i have adjusted my behavior because uh, you know, now I work from home so when I got home literally everything that I have worn to work I washed it I washed my coat I washed my gloves I washed everything uh, I still have some clothes in there I'm going to wash those too and as soon as I finish picking them up and put them in there I'm constantly washing my hands I'm constantly aware of what's around me and what I'm touching and things like that because the thing is a lot of times the the virus gets on hand on your hands and the things that you touch uh and that's why they say use soap and water to wash the shit away before you do anything else and you know a lot of people are ah, it's frustrating when you're in the middle of something a while you know because a lot of times particularly at restaurants is where people need to wash their hands the most and sometimes the way they wash their hands the least mm. and it's one of those things where people need to understand when you go touching this and touching this and touching that you need to wash your hands you never know what bacteria did you pick up that's why a lot of times children get everybody in the household sick because most of y'all got kids know you have to tell them tell your children wash your hands yeah um and then we got into that like why washing your hands is such a big deal why soap is such a big deal uh what people mean when they really say don't touch your face it's not actually like literally your face as much as it's like your mucous membranes and like your eyes your nose your mouth things of that nature so it was just cool to get some of that information out there because i don't know if it's like i was to the point where i was like my eyebrow itch but i guess i just gotta <laughs> let I guess it be. i just gotta let it go guys i guess i got until i get home and wash my hands and you know so it was cool to like hear some of that stuff man i hope people um you know check it out right uh, because at the end of the day everybody listen to the show we care about you like we care about our audience some of them what well, the, 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 uh, mm-hmm. yeah a good yeah. majority of yeah, them a good, a good majority mm-hmm. of them yeah yeah so yeah it's yeah it's yeah it's it's some people i go mm, i don't know about you <laughs> um how was your day this is their first day uh working in your new office from home it's been interesting this is different this is the first time i've had a job uh working from home uh so it's different 
uh one thing i do like about it is that i don't have to get up as early because i don't have to drive nowhere uh you know yeah, how was traffic <laughs> tra- 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 traffic was light it's a feather my nigga i had no problem getting through the living room no no obstacles in my way okay i mean like i said it is very it's very different um it's a lot of communicating online and um we have like um my group is small so we have like an email chain uh not email but like a text chain where we kind of text each other back and forth and keep each other informed for some stuff that you you almost you know some things you quote unquote got to do in person so people would just call hey da, 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 you know if it's something needed a bit more explanation uh but other than that it's literally the same thing i did at my job because it's one of the things with remotely where um you actually are connected to your computer at the job so you know if somebody was to log in your computer job they would see you actually moving around and shit like that what you're doing at home yeah um well i'm glad you had a good day at work i did i i did it and not so funny one thing i i i think i do like about it is that it's very peaceful i mean because you like i said we're peaceful it's very it's very uh peaceful and uh it's not a whole lot going on a lot of distractions so that's another thing that that i like about it yeah i did appreciate being able to sleep in a little bit today because normally you know i have to i get up and walk you to your car um in the mornings and then once i'm up i'm just up so it was cool to be and i had to kind of quote unquote worry about it or whatever to be like all right cool i'm just gonna sleep and then i wake up when i feel like waking up yeah and you don't have to worry about you know me going to work because i mean yeah like, traffic and right wrecks and, and, and all anything kinds of shit. can happen in that distance in, in the distance from home to work no matter how far it is and one thing I, another thing that i do like about it because you you know you've kind of had cooked meals so now i got a lunch you know and it feels good to actually just go in there and grab a snack and come back to my desk and you know not having to pay pay the vending machine and shit like that it's like okay food is here yeah and i went to the store today so you know stocked up some things uh it wasn't even too crowded in there or nothing like it was it's like a normal day except for all the toilet paper and tissue was gone uh paper uh, towels was gone too paper, to- <laughs> so I, 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 hope, paper towels. I hope they're not flushing paper towels down the um toilet because if so it's gonna call be the plumber man because you're gonna clog them toilets up and them people flushing them non-flushable wipes it's gonna be bad you know um i saw a lot of meat was in there but not every selection like for some reason in this one all the pork was gone this which is weird because in trader joe's all the pork was dead everything else was gone but uh i was looking for some grounds for some I'll, sausage I'll, and it wasn't in there pork is cheaper don't get me lying but it was gone um so i don't know it was a lot of stuff in stock though you know that's a good thing uh with the toilet tissue and paper towels uh probably as soon as they fill it up that shit probably gets sold out immediately so they probably had some earlier today yeah um oh wait i forgot hold up i'll talk about my work after this butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. Yep. 
so my day at work was interesting um because we just i got a new co-worker and <laughs> who your co-worker well you i mean you know how they say everybody has that person at work that bitch at work they don't like right uh and i've been lucky you know so far to never have to worry about that but today oh god here we go i finally got one uh it's the worst but i'm glad i can talk to you about it as my wife <laughs> but that's what i'm here for she was the worst oh my god she was clicking and clacking over on her keyboard all loud and stuff when i was trying to work was she breathing hard too and then when i when i was trying to uh do my interview with coquie negra all of a sudden her phone ringing <laughs> like, rude you, you don't know to put your phone on silent like you see me working over here i do audio for a living being rude what is wrong with that the, bitch the mic down on her desk and here she go taking phone calls in the middle of my damn interview knowing my disturbing my important work see i know i was, don't care don't give a damn about your time does and she? then had the damn nerve to microwave fish in the microwave for lunch had the motherfucking whole, had the whole office smelling like fish the whole office oh my god i i i was disgusted it was honestly i am disgusted one of the worst co-workers i've ever had uh you know working in my office with me it's can you that's what i'm here for that i mean i i am here to be well as my wife here. i know i can you know i can tell you about you know i'm this, glad we could talk about this i can tell you about the bitch at work okay she's terrible <laughs> she was terrible okay she was hogging the tv in the break room i was in the break room trying to watch the tv i come in she playing video games in the uh break room hogging the tv talking about all the hog mogs all the pig feet talking about it's my lunch break like what (laughs) it's my lunch break too okay like it was uh it was it was was it too much for you i don't know if i'm gonna make it i'm just gonna let you you know right now i don't know if i'm gonna make it she she sent me to the store for a bunch of stuff i said do i like an errand boy <laughs> oh i need some yogurt i need some snacks <laughs> i don't you, know did, how i'm gonna make it through the did week did she offer you gas money didn't offer not a not a cent how didn't offer dare, nothing how dare her didn't put in on it or nothing just sent she, me to she ain't put in on it i don't know i guess she gonna get me later in the week or something but them snacks ain't refill they self you know i was i would have been perfectly fine at home cooking myself something to eat but no here we go <sighs> so inconsiderate just, people just stressful how it is <laughs> uh, well anyway let's get into some other stuff i mean uh let's see how about this it's been a while Tell me, 
what I wanna know. Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? Do you wanna funk with me? I think I'm gonna have to report her to HR. <laughs> she was violating the dress code. What violating the dress? Co- How dare her? I'm not even gonna get into the sexual harassment. I'm not even gonna get into it. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, that's what we not minded to talk about this. Let's talk about this LGBTQ news, y'all. Um, let's see. A professor loses a landmark uh, legal battle after claiming that it was his free speech to deliberately misgender trans students no it's not professor who claimed free speech means he has the right to deliberately misgender transgender students without repercussions has lost his legal battle nicholas merriweather a religious philosophy professor at ohio's shawnee state university had sued his employer with help from anti-lgbtq lobbying group alliance defending freedom uh, they always had those miss don't they always have those the names those, is the opposite of what they are yeah it's, we love the kids uh org. what come what? together for everyone's freedom the family loves uh, the loves all right it's like well what are y'all stand for well we hate gays uh I'll tell you that off top okay niggers not too high on our list either uh claiming that it had infringed upon his freedom to, of speech and religion by asking him to stop referring to female transgender students as men alliance defending freedom which represents a plethora of clients seeking fr- the freedom to discriminate against lgbtq plus people had attempted to rebuild had, had attempted to build on his previous supreme court victory representing the no gays baker jack phillips however a federal court last week dismissed his action finding that the university did not infringe on Meriwether's rights by asking him to stop using sir and mister to address the student. You actually didn't have to use that at all. Right. Could have just said their name. Oh, them? Yeah. Okay. Well, not even them. I mean, if somebody wants to be referred to as she or her, I mean, and you refuse to do that, you could also just call that person their name because they might not be a person that refers they or them. I mean, you know I mean, what I'm saying? So, like, yes. in that case he could have just said like uh alexandra as opposed to being like not nah, fuck that mr sir right like that's right. on purpose correct correct and and uh when when i said that i meant to be like just include all use terms yeah. that are all inclusive yeah exactly yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah and and clearly he chose not to do that correct you know but i just wanted to say like they right. is also a um yes specific identity so yes it is uh referring to a singular person as they they that might not be how they want to be referred to you know oh, right um but because he, he refused um he was like let's go to court um and he lost um which is good yes um the other thing is like how far can this go because i always look at it may you know i know a lot of well a lot of homophobic transphobic people hate when you make this comparison but i refuse to stop making it because i feel like it's connected how far can you go with this is can i call somebody like a racial slur and be like that's violating my freedom of speech that y'all won't let me refer to them that way you know like how far can you go with it like if someone changes their government name like they don't change gender or anything but you know hey my name used to be andrew now i'm gonna go by uh uh sam 
can can he be like nah you gonna always be andrew to me like what how the far does that shit go i just wonder in their mind because i i think people hear uh trans and trans identity and they just be like they just like yeah well i'm not trans so who gives a fuck i'm like i still wonder like on the principle of it like how how much can you argue freedom of speech especially as a professor you know i think the one thing with the university that that's really gotten twisted and i uh and maybe it's always been this way but professors do work for the school which gets the money from the students correct and sometimes it's like you know while i respect professors i understand tenure and all that stuff i'm not trying to demean their positions but some some of these professors are so fucking hostile towards the people that essentially it, without them you don't have a job agreed you know it's so weird to, to be that fucking mad at these motherfuckers like nah fuck this new shit y'all students coming in with this new knowledge and new way of being and new talking points it's like yeah that's the fucking job like you're gonna always be introduced to some new information and some new things and society's gonna change around you do you think it's just gonna be the way it was in the 1950s when you got the fucking job like this is crazy to me anyway i'm glad he lost Mm-hmm. Well, but you'll never know they might try to take that shit to supreme court or something of course of course of course that's the whole goal and the reason this shit is important is for like this next article transgender woman shot dead after using the women's bathroom in mcdonald's so this type of hate from an authority figure that's a professor now i know you know i'm not saying this man like oh you directly killed this person and you incited violence on this person but i think just the fact that, that you disrespect attitude. somebody's orientation in this way leads to the type of societal attitude i think it is connected whether you're not it may not be directly connected you may not be personally responsible for this but i do feel like this same type of like it's my freedom to misgender you it's my freedom to insult you um i'm the one who's being oppressed because i can no longer refer to you how i feel like referring to you i think it does lead to this level of entitlement um and then of course it becomes real physical violence in in some of these examples yeah and also truth be told it's level of ownership too like i i i feel like i own the right over you to be able to say what i want to and then right. you shouldn't have no retaliation from on your part because this is i mean let's be frank let's say that you really thought whatever this person thought that shot shot this person you shot you killed them for this you shot them for this like there's a like that's that's a level of hate like when people hear uh transphobia a lot of times they hear phobia and they go i'm not scared that's not necessarily what fear fear doesn't always manifest in like like a freddy krueger movie where you turn around and run Mm. fear can sometimes mean fight or flight right we often talk about that notion fight or flight is associated with adrenaline and fear fear response so your fight is also a response to fear yes it is to to what you feel is unknown or what you don't understand and now you want to kill it you know what i mean that's essentially how i don't understand this concept this i need this concept to go away in some shape or form that may be that may take place in you running away from a concept but it sometimes and in many cases it takes place in, in, in violence you know this is not a um even if you felt that this was like say a just like take uh the trans part out let's just say a man went into the, the women's bathroom at a mcdonald's this man who shot this uh transgender woman would not have shot and killed that man Mm-mm. you know what i mean so there's something specific about the the this person being trans that leads to this violence that's the, that's why people t- say transphobia and it's not just about being scared 
um anyway a transgender woman was has been fatally shot in the puerto rico uh, hours after someone called the police to inform them she had been using a women's toilet at mcdonald's uh nealisa luciano ruiz was killed early on monday morning in toa baja on the northern coast of puerto rico police are investigating the footage uploaded on social media where at least two men can be heard ridiculing and threatening the person thought to be the victim ahead of gunfire is the actual killing so you broadcast this shit to the world what message are you trying to send you know because that's that's trying to send a message i can't think of like this is the kind of shit where like police or like their defense lawyer will be like i don't see why it's a hate crime like it's a hate crime because of that you know to me it's no different than dragging somebody behind a pickup truck because they're gay or because they're black like you know and you wanted the world to know about it one individual can be heard appearing to misgender her saying you bet i'm going to go and shoot him people lamenting the death of miss ruiz who was known by the name of alexa and the hashtags uh c lamba c lamba alexa oh her name was alexa oh see yama alexa say yama alexa okay her name was alexa have gained react traction on twitter pedro julio serrano an lgbtq plus activist based in the puerto rican capital of san juan called for authorities to investigate the killing as a hate crime and hit out the press for misgendering miss ruiz mr serrano in a statement on his website said alexa was stalked and hunted ahead of her killing adding that the video demonstrates the crime was a hate crime motivated by intolerance he criticized conservative groups and argued they have fostered hysteria centered around transgender people using bathrooms right we had one of these bills here in north carolina like Mm -hmm. and like as hard as we fought to get it struck down it still ended up being a compromise at the end where they took it down um but then it was like you can't reintroduce this bill because what happens is in charlotte our local city um they passed a bill you can use the bathroom whatever gender you feel comfortable yep and after that the state like all the other parts of the state came out and passed a bill like no the fuck you can't and also we're limiting what minimum wage can be like you can't raise minimum wage in a certain city because charlotte wanted to raise it to like uh, is either 12 or 15 15, yeah i think 15 um and so you know they they wanted to push back against this quote-unquote liberal um progressive ideas and then you know you you end up basically inciting a bunch of people who i don't think would have been as activated if it wasn't for government authorities telling them like this is real bad you you should be able to to do something and take a stand these people are threatening you you need to do something and when you put that in people like that's that's why you get this violence um anyway um uh we must denounce the hate speech of the fundamentalist groups who have promoted a climate where they can prosecute pro- persecute and prosecute a trans person for the mere fact of using the bath using a bathroom uh carmen yulin cruz san juan's mayor who had a public spat with donald trump after the daily hurricane maria in 2017 drew attention to the death of miss ruiz uh miss yulin cruz uh a candidate for governor of puerto rico tweeted you can feel the pain of pedro julio and all those who understand that the lives of our trans people are worth the same as any other uh compatriot uh tori cooper director of community engagement for the transgender justice initiative for the human rights campaign the largest lgbtq plus advocacy group in the u.s condemned her death he she said this is a horrifying crime that must be investigated with the utmost thoroughness and care this victim who has now been identified as nuleso luciano ruiz was a human being a member of a community a friend and a family member 
yeah I, and uh, I, yeah this this kind of shit is going to continue to happen as long as we have this type of bigotry out there into the world especially now in this administration with the people in in power in charge it's, it's so crazy man because i feel like the same impulse that makes donald trump not help puerto rico is the same impulse that makes this person kill someone who's trans like it's the same tributary it's the same river it's just different tributaries down that river um virginia state a uh, virginia senate passes a bill to let transgender people get new birth certificates good <sighs> my fucking ralph northam man virginia boy they trying to get everybody move over there everybody the senate passed a bill earlier this week that would allow a person who changed their sex to have a new birth certificate issue something that the transgender community said will help eliminate problems experienced with their legal identification doesn't match their transition yep um because you know there's some like that's the thing right you have so many hurdles when you transition you know changing your name uh license uh birth certificates um you know and people take the shit you know a lot of people with cisgender we take it for granted because like if i want to go rent an apartment and they look through all my past and all my paperwork and stuff my credit history and all that stuff i don't have to really worry about it you know there's no trepidation over that but you know part of the things um you know we talk about trans people they're uh they can be under homed you know like um obviously under jobbed all of this stuff and we're like well how does that happen um like and obviously a lot of it is just straight up bigotry Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is like i know i can't go into here and show certain like company like may like not every company is woke to that or not every company is gonna understand like my name used to be this and this is my credit history but now i would like you to refer to me as another name and another gender they're like you know so a lot of companies like i'm not doing it or how many people just go i'm so intimidated i'm just not going to apply for the job because fuck it right you know and so um passing a bill like this where it's like boom here's my um here's my paperwork and it matches everything i feel like that shit will help people it eliminates problems yeah at least give me the confidence to to try to get it rejected i guess because you never know what the fuck motherfuckers gonna do right but um and then i mean because even if you're like quote unquote passing as people call it when they see that license or they see that birth certificate you're right back to being like basically outed and essentially you could be denied right and it's not illegal anymore not anymore. <laughs> to discriminate against somebody who's not trans at a job illegal anymore so it's not even illegal anymore it's fucking insane man um yeah senate bill 657 would allow a person to receive a new birth certificate to reflect the change of sex without the requirement of surgery the individual seeking a new birth certificate also may list a new name if they provide a certified copy of a court order of the name change i just think it's important to try and make life easier for people without being discriminated against or bullied says senator jennifer boisco uh fairfax allowing an individual who is transgender to change their birth certificate without having to go through the full surgery allows them to live the life that they are due to have uh the bill requires proof from a healthcare provider that the individual went through clinically appropriate treatment for gender transition the assessment and treatment according to boy scouts office is up to the medical provider there is not a specific standard approach for an individual's transition yes that's a very important because most people measure trans by genitals yeah so it's like if you if you have not had some type of surgery then we don't count that you know um which you know one is a bit a barrier because of cost 
but then two some people don't want to change their genitals they don't you know like and it's kind of like just like it's no real nobody's business when you're like a straight person's genital it's kind of nobody's business for for a trans person's genitals i don't think that should be the be all end all of the conversation um and i mean look harvey weinstein was out here with all kinds of shit going on in his pants and he was just living life you know living his best life nobody was stopping him from doing shit Mm-mm. but now if i want to just want a job at subway i gotta fucking let you know if i transition uh with surgery or not what the fuck treatment could include any of the following counseling hormone therapy sex reassignment surgery or patient specific approach from the medical provider a similar process is required to obtain a passport after change of sex according to the state department once that paperwork is complete it is submitted to the virginia department of health vital records department uh boysco said boysco said her constituents have reported issues when they need to show legal documents in situations like leasing apartments opening a bank account or applying for jobs this is the third year that boysco uh boysco has uh, entered, introduced a bill neither bill made it out of the subcommittee in previous years but boysco believes the bill has a better chance of becoming a law this year you better while your boy in office yeah i hope so because they out there passing everything right now you better so good luck um let's see um well i guess it's almost a clear at this point but uh former illinois congressman aaron shock comes out as gay um he's a republican lawmaker uh he's been he was well known for his anti-lgbtq voting record opposing same-sex marriage and the repeal of don't ask don't tell um he opened up about his sexuality on instagram thursday confirming in a lengthy post that he is gay you know it's so weird too when like because like there's almost two worlds right because it's like the gay world where if you're out there on the scene dating people if you're you know getting with escorts and stuff like that people in the gay world kind of know like mm-hmm yeah we kind of known for a while this you know but there's like a level of respect almost uh like it's almost like a code like we can't be out here just outing motherfuckers because we don't like them correct but at the same time this person can make a living being like fuck gay people and i'm gonna make it hard for gay people to live their lives because of whatever internal conflict he has or just if he just maybe i don't know what a gay version of a coon is but maybe he could be that whatever you know like mm. you know like that diamond or silk of i mean he wouldn't even have to change his name okay it could be mm. the diamond and silk gay coon uh type of thing maybe maybe that's what it feels like but um it's just so interesting because like these rumors float around because there's some validity to them and then it becomes that stereotype oh look at this gay congressman he always he republican but we all know he's secretly gay and then over and over uh pastors and shit over and over was oh he was in the pulpit gay people ain't shit they going to hell and then we will see him out of motherfucking fire island and shit with no shirt on because he gay too you know shock who resigned from congress in 2015 amid claims he misused taxpayer funds said the news would come as no surprise to his family friends and associates still he said he felt compelled to make a public announcement to remove any doubt and to finally validate who i am as a person i can live openly now as a gay man because the extraordinarily brave people who had the courage to fight for our rights 
when i did not community active well you fought against the rights homie don't get it wrong community activist leaders and ordinary lgbtq uh, lgbt folks the 38 year old wrote in the post which also touched on the christian his christian upbringing and ascent into political sphere i recognize this even in the face of the intense and sometimes vicious criticism that i've received from these same people well deserved criticism though right you act like this shit came out the motherfucking blue come on bruh you're not the victim here no you are not and they got the right to say you are full of shit i mean maybe you could say i'm the victim of you know this christian upbringing and the bigotry around me and that made me be in the closet like maybe you could frame it that way but to Mm -hmm. be like yeah and these gay people had nerve to be mad they had the nerve (laughs) to say you ain't shit and i suffered and my people suffered and people have died because of you have the right to be mad and you can still be gay all i was saying was while i was secretly gay y'all shouldn't have been openly gay that's all i was saying i just wanted no one to have the right that's it and y'all just oh just criticism he was like how dare you yeah you gotta throw some rightfully so up in there like yeah they criticized me rightfully so i was tripping you know come on because every because that's the thing that position wasn't that unpopular not even 10 years ago so like there were people who were pro marriage equality who were scared to be pro marriage equality they would be like, oh civil unions um is a good compromise we don't want to piss off the christians and the white people and like so there was a period of time where you that where obviously you could be pro marriage equality and scared to be marriage pro marriage equality and then there were people that were legitimately just anti-marriage equality because they were scared to be uh vocal on it at all they were scared to be neutral and if you're a fucking republican you definitely were scared you know you're a white male republican christian you you are going to be out here you can only have this point of view there are no pro lgbtq republicans allowed to prosper in that party but yeah this dude was a whole fraud man because you know in addition to this shit he was also um misusing taxpayer funds like what the fuck bro um during the time in office he opposed marriage equality in the 2011 repeal of don't ask don't tell which prohibited gay and lesbian people from serving openly in the u.s military he also voted against the matthew shepherd and james burr hate crimes prevention act what which expanded in 1969 the 1969 federal hate crime law to include victims targeted because of their sexuality and gender identity and was signed into law in 2009 though shock said via his instagram post that he support lgbtq rights in every way i could if he were active in congress today he didn't formally rescind any of his previous stances on queer issues i realize that some of my political positions run very much counter to the mainstream stream of the lgbtq movement and i respect them for those differences i hope people will allow for me the same what no what no statement is stupid no you don't get to still be that way no right and we get to say fuck you yeah respect my difference of opinion on on your humanity real quick is that cool no no oh and then you still gonna get in the dick what kind of shit is this Mm -mm. oh i'm dipping and dabbling in the dick but for the rest of y'all though it's really it's it's really out of control the things that y'all are into i'm honestly low-key ashamed of y'all and uh think most of these laws and positions i held are completely valid but uh hopefully we can agree to disagree no the fuck we can't anyway going to the club to get some dick like no nigga they should be able to cut him off like a dick boycott or something <laughs> you know <laughs> no what I mean? dick for you sir 
smack the dick out of his hand no i mean i know i know it's impossible it's like you know how black people can't cut off all tunes with shit but like it would be nice if we could you know it's like listen sheriff clark come around none of us are speaking to him mm-hmm. we don't see him he you know the bowl this is this, this journey has taught me a valuable lesson whether you are gay or straight it's never too late to be authentic and true to yourself he added noting also that it has not been a case of instant acceptance and understanding among family members i can imagine because you were a very hateful bigoted person presenting to these people for years so to them it feels like betrayal they're looking at you like what the fuck you mean uh gay rights nigga like that ain't what you told me last year that is not what you said shock who posted who posed shirtless for a 2011 men's health feature in which he proclaimed to be america's fittest congressman had been dogged with questions about his sexuality for years in 2009 he told details magazine that he was not gay and doubled down on his stance in the 2012 interview with huff post those questions are completely ridiculous and inappropriate i've said that before and i don't think it's worthy of a further response i think you can look it up um, shock has been largely absent from the public eye since last year when federal charges he misspent government and campaign funds were dropped to avoid standing trial he struck a deal with prosecutors by agreeing to pay back taxes taxes and reimburse his campaign speculations over his private life uh had been ramping up once again as of late after snapshots and cell phone videos that appeared to show him partying with gay men at coachella and in brazil in brazil and appeared in a number of lgbtq outlets man he got to do a lot of damage to to just kind of turn around and be like my bad but uh, i i think you know that shit is so such a slippery slope because i remember um there were a couple dudes that i knew when i was like younger in high school and college uh respectively that to everyone that, that it was like oh they're flamboyantly out and gay or whatever mm-hmm. but they actually were not or to, and they would kind of when they hung around with straight dudes they would be like no i'm not right you but, can, you can almost see the demeanor change yeah, yeah but i was like but it's like at least for me but you know how could you know i i mean right. i would i would also assume for my safety that like you know it's like hanging out with white people out for my safety my assumption is any of you could be a fucking racist mm-hmm. so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm a make sure and be sure before i fuck with you you know and so maybe that was the same feeling that these guys had but i remember uh two specific occasions when the topic of like gay people came up it was interesting because the straight dudes that typically were very homophobic were kind of tempering their opinions because oh there's this gay guy around so then they wouldn't talk the way they normally talk and a lot of them was cool with him and they was like now he cool he cool but what i found to be interesting though because you know a lot of straight dudes are like that it's like white people with black people oh you're one of the good ones right so like they talk bad about gay people all the time they use all kinds of homophobic slurs but then when an actual gay dude was around they would cut that shit out proving that they could right uh (laughs) so proving that they could cut it out but then also um proving that they really saw this person as an exception only because they knew them and liked them right it was different for them but then if that person was out of earshot they would be right back to to calling people homophobic slurs right but then the other thing that was interesting and at least two interactions i can remember clearly uh two different gay dudes they were like uh they were the ones who started being homophobic when the topic came up and i don't you know it's that thing where i don't know if it was out of protection for themselves trying to fit in 
because it was like over the top and you know me like i'm never i'm not really like some uh what do you call it uh i'm not like an activist or some shit like i'm not mr brothers please let's talk about this but in in both cases it's like i couldn't believe what was happening right you know and it's like at that point is you know because there's so many conflicting things happening i did it's like i would have been insulting to them to be like hey you know if you're gay it's cool blah 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 because one i didn't know them like that right. but then two they were putting on this performance almost for everyone right you know what i mean so like if i were to say that it would have been somewhat of an insult to be like but you gay you know like what the fuck you know they might have had to fight me to, after the, all the shit they were saying <laughs> you weren't even looking for a fight right right you know um but it was just interesting because because i think about that a lot of the times now that i'm older right i think about that when i see these like pastors and republicans come out later about how like how much animosity the over like it was an overcompensation of animosity Mm -hmm. and i guess if you go long enough in life it can be an overcompensation with power right because a pastor has power um or a politician has power that you know some black kid on an hbcu campus doesn't have he doesn't have that power right you know but yeah it was it was it was really crazy like to think about you know i hope both of those guys when i think back i like i hope they're living you know their their freedom and their truth and not feeling like they need to do that shit for anybody else you know um and especially the homophobic part because like i don't even talk like that so like it was it was so awkward to be like to have to be like well you know i don't really get down like like that it's like no nah, man f them f words i'm like yeah uh not gonna say that and don't really agree but go off you know like what the fuck right. it's well, not I my know. shit to tell somebody not to say that is i don't know it was it was like it was such a conflicting thing because like i i want to tell you you shouldn't really be talking like that and you definitely don't need to do that around me but then at the same time it is your word to say but then at the same time you're saying it because you're saying you're not gay so like what the fuck am i supposed to do like yeah that's confusing yeah so i don't know it doesn't particularly hit. younger too older you kind of can can decipher a little bit more but when you're younger yeah yeah it's the and it's the like the head to me it just made me feel sad because i said damn the head trip you have to go through to think that this is the way to fit in with these dudes and you're not really wrong you know like you're not really wrong a lot of these dudes really do think in the negative way you're saying they just would never admit it to you right but you know i've been in the room when someone starts talking like that and it's like damn bro you good like you okay why coming? yeah like we was talking about basketball or whatever and now you're doing a rant about gay people and i don't know where the fuck this is coming from right you know so anyway it was a lot uh all right let's move into wait let me see if i can find some happy news to leave nope nope fuck oh here's one eh kind of lgbtqi community psych for a new batch of emojis we can't give you freedom but we can give you these emojis 117 new emojis that can hit apple's next update are the trans flag a trans symbol a gender neutral bathroom sign a gender neutral santa and a rainbow cat pinata last week twitter users went wild for the new inclusive signs trans flag emoji trans flag emoji new inclusive wedding emojis inclusive parent emojis i'm going bonkers i'm fucking yonkers i love this tweeted lenisa brewing uh and glad also lent its support tweeting the trans flag and other inclusive emoji are being added for 2020 
uh but there's some controversy as the emoji pool also contains a pinch fingers emoji which is supposed to represent the universal what are you talking about gesture or the italian phrase mashavoy which means finger purse however it's also a rude gesture for the sexual act called fisting oh that's outside of my my porn scope i don't know what that is uh unless you're talking about like fisting fisting or something i'm sure i'm sure it's fisting but my question is like why is that controversial oh okay i thought you meant like like it's a different term i'm like okay that's outside yeah i mean the eggplant emoji is on there and people use it the way they want to use it like i don't know i and like what is it does it look like this is it this one the fisting i I, I don't know i don't know anyway guys that's as close as we got to good news let's get the fuck out of this segment (laughs) right somebody else might know better yeah yeah that's as close as we got for today um all right let's see what other news we got um i guess coronavirus news um you guys want to talk about that for a second um maybe see how much you got fuck oh that's a it just keeps growing jesus never ended black hole all right let me go through it let me go through um more than 50 percent of most severe coronavirus patients in france are under the age of 60 right these folks thinking they're asymptomatic gonna go down i'm telling you we still getting more information i don't think like well i'm not saying the the numbers aren't significant or whatever but i just think people need to be careful with this idea that like i can't get sick i'm young i'm healthy i have nothing to worry about not just because you may infect other people but are you sure are like, you sure i don't know i just assume that i can get it so i'm like i'm staying my black ass in the house well not just that but like underlying conditions are what make it worse like right. getting it and be getting it while being a pretty healthy person might not be the end of the world but what if you're not a pretty healthy what if, like what if you find out you got leukemia you ain't know right right because a lot like of this how you find out yeah because y'all know how the healthcare system here is in america people walking around with shit undiagnosed and fuck around and that and corona shake hands are you out of here cnn reports jerome solomon the director general for health announced the statistics saturday night as the country saw a jump in new virus cases we have counted this evening 300 serious cases in intensive care we have serious cases also amid adults let me remind you that more than 50 percent of people in intensive care are under 60 uh he did not specify the age range of those younger than 60 in intensive care during a net news conference monday solomon said france is struggling to curb the spread of the coronavirus in the country and authorities were considering whether to implement a partial lockdown he said that, that despite the government's recommendations many citizens were continuing to gather in public places mm-hmm. yeah so you got that going um let's see israel will track coronavirus sufferers phones and alert anyone who comes into contact with them that's a new tactic so they can track your phone be like this motherfucker was at kroger okay they went to the deli everybody be careful you got to test everybody that was over at the kroger deli Mm-mm, you got to get a hand on this shit Mm-mm. Mm-mm. nope just no. go ahead let us pray i feel you because no. <laughs> because take, the, take their word for it because the, the 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 thing is is how can i say it? if you start doing that when people do come in they're gonna give you false names and fake names because people don't want to be flagged like that that's why motherfuckers just, just steady asses at home mm-hmm. but when they don't what are we supposed to do and, and well it's just too bad and everybody and, at, at harris teeter y'all got it i mean that's the problem i right. mean so when they walk in everybody phone just go ding a ding a ding a ding a ding across the fucking restaurant 
I don't oh, know. wherever you at everybody just alert that, that you 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 are the victim like no nah, it's not like that they just, i mean so i mean because people are stupid so i can see people getting attacked and beat up and all types of shit yeah i think you think it's gonna be like this nigga got the corona yes but karen why would you how you gonna beat up somebody got the corona you gonna get it that doesn't even make sense uh, people in big ass groups at the fucking beach knowing they got warnings don't make sense people people are irrational and illogical i do not know people are x factor we never know how people are going to respond the draconian measure involves harvesting geolocation data to plot people's movements and sending them warning messages if they cross paths with the confirmed carriers the spying powers are usually only reserved for tackling palestinian linked uh terrorism but an extension of their use for limited period for a limited period was signed off by the israeli prime minister benjamin netanyahu's cabinet on monday night the move is part of Israel's sweeping measures to contain the virus. The, these also include prison sentences of up to six months for anyone breaching isolation orders and police being allowed to use reasonable force to break up gatherings of 10 or more people. Yeah, and also, my th- and like I said, because the way I look at it too, this is a great way to track people. So let's say we do curtail this and cut this down. You think they're going to fucking stop tracking you? No. I hope so. They won't they don't they once they got the information is theirs and i don't trust them they already track the people for the already they already tracking them like they track them for terrorism related stuff they just using it for something different this time so now so now you can yeah they i, I don't know I, can, I just see i just see it as 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 getting to the point because the conspiracy person in me like okay where does it stop then do 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 we turn them off or we just gonna track everybody and their mama like i i like i mean i know they track people anyway don't get me wrong but it's just one of those things where i'm like you you you're telling me that you're using it for this but there's always an underlying thing underneath it that is going to be used for something else other than the purposes that you're telling me that it's used for yeah i feel you you know my personal belief is uh i believe they already doing this in america and everywhere you know it's kind of like when people go you know i need a extra program to keep facebook from knowing what websites i'm visiting and shit i'm like oh they they own that they it's, it's too late uh, that's yeah they tracking so, it, yeah they using it this time like now you just know they using it for something else but they they using it you know uh coronavirus has hit uh all 50 states of, as west virginia announces their first case officially that was fast real fast wasn't it wasn't it just last week it was like oh seattle new york like dude you should be straight if you up yeah. all, all 50 states it was all good a week ago We're more connected than ever saturday night live is going on indefinite hiatus because of the coronavirus mm-hmm. pandemic right um a coronavirus patient test positive despite overusing hand sanitizer not washing the hands with soap and water like they was telling people to i don't know maybe he was doing both a young fit south korean coronavirus patient said he contracted the deadly illness despite overusing hand sanitizer and taking several healthy precautions as he warns others not to be stupidly overconfident hayoon park a 48 year old university professor wrote on facebook that he wanted to share his experience as a lesson to help friends and loved ones to ward off the highly contagious virus park said he lived a healthy lifestyle so he was stupidly overconfident about his chances of getting infected i was a healthy guy going to the gym five times a week washing hands all the time overusing hand sanitizer staying in the coronavirus free area so i was naive and stupid to think that it is not my problem but last month he began to experience a very mild sore throat as well as a dry cough which quickly progressed into discomfort in his chest 
within days he had began having trouble breathing so he decided to get tested for the virus on february 24th next day four days after he displayed initial mild symptoms the test came back positive and he was hospitalized due to the severity of his condition since then my condition were up and down several times a day but following eight days of hospitalization he finally tested negative for covid19 placing him on the path to recovery after the reality check he's now cautioning others to take the virus that has infected more than 196,000 people worldwide seriously we need to stay healthy and positive to keep our condition well and immune system high fear and panic do not help us at all and also we should not take this lightly i wonder if he used too much like us hand sanitizer i don't know did he dry skin out i don't think it's that man i just think like you one we touch our faces all the fucking time yeah two um they told people stop doing shit and right. he he was like but i'm I healthy i can't i'm not right. gonna get too sick because like, i live a good lifestyle yeah. he's like i'm going to the gym five days a week because ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do it's the same stupid shit i'll be seeing on facebook mm-hmm. you know like i like i, I wasn't I'm, joking i'm gonna get them dollar plane tickets uh, what bitch? yeah like i wasn't joking when i was like yo i went from my friend is headlining the festival to being like nigga you still going to uh to planet fitness like you might want to think about this you know the ymca is closed and then unfortunately these places have to do it for the people correct because people are kind of dumb you know and it's like when you get on certain kicks you know you're on a fitness kick right now you're gonna keep wanting to go to the gym no matter what the fuck they say you know now look it might be more safe for you to just take a walk around your block take a you know go jogging or something but people don't give a fuck you know like they're just you have to protect people from themselves you have to say you can't go to a restaurant we have to tell the restaurant you have to close yeah to go only delivery only if people can't come in here and sit down because if you open they're gonna bring their asses in here and sit down i had friends that were going to these festivals and tournament of like these oh this conference is happening i'm like don't go it's just not worth going dog it's mm. like it's very fucking serious and if the and luckily for us these conferences start getting canceled and mm-hmm. it's like okay cool maybe now they'll People reconsider seriously that this is not just a thing that's gonna go away or you know there's gonna be a miracle cure that pa- happens tomorrow like th- there's a reason this is being advised and i still take it back to even people that hate him still in a weird way kind of let donald trump set the tone for america mm-hmm. even the ones who claim to hate him and think he lies about everything when he said it was no big deal they started treating it like it was no big deal yes they did and i don't believe a word that comes out that man's mouth so i was immediately like mm, maybe we shouldn't even go out to eat right now you know i was saying that what a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. so uh airlines are begging for a bailout but they've used 96 percent of their cash on buybacks over the past 10 years um their plight highlights an ongoing controversy on how companies have been spending their money so the trump administration has responded to the airline industry's request and propose and propose a 50 billion dollar bailout as part of his massive one dollar stimulus package the ultimate goal is to jolt the american economy by flooding it with cash major airlines are reeling from the massive waves of cancellations as americans stay home and governments around the world implement travel bans to curb the spread of the coronavirus we cannot afford to wait long for assistance uh the trade association airlines for america said in a statement warning that some companies could be bankrupt by june but there's a catch over the past decade major airlines including delta airlines united airlines and southwest have used roughly 96 percent of their available cash on stock buybacks by reducing share count these repurchases have pushed stock prices higher 
in their pro in the process they've drawn criticism for how they boost shareholder returns without directly helping the businesses the activity is central to a broader discussion about how companies use their cash and whether they should be doing something different some experts argue that these companies should have instead used the proceeds to build themselves a financial cushion or address labor issues tim Wu, a columbia university professor targeted american airlines in a recent new york times op-ed it could have stored up its cash reserves for a future crisis knowing the airlines regularly cycle through booms and busts Wu wrote it might have tried to decisively settle its continuing contract disputes with pilots flight attendants and mechanics he added it might have invested heavily in better service quality to try and repair its long-standing reputation as the worst of the major carriers going beyond academia the prospect of an airline bailout also a wave of criticism from uh, prominent democrats such as representative uh, aoc 96 percent of airline profits over the last decade went to buying up their own stocks to juice the price not raising wages or other investments if there's so much as a dime of corporate bailout money in the next relief package it should include a re reinstated ban on stock buy buybacks yeah coronavirus exposing motherfuckers man uh fox and friends host says he hasn't washed his hands in 10 years germs are not a real thing Ooh, he got shit on his hands from rick and morty it's some shit from another planet that's just growing on his hands <laughs> i hope he ain't mad don't fucking touch me i might goddamn melt 10 years my nigga do you know years. how much shit you touch in 10 years yep germs oh are, my god i would be like if you don't get the fuck out of this goddamn office germs are not a real thing i can't see them what following a commercial you can't break, see air but you breathing the fuck is this following a commercial break host jebediah billa jebediah now that's a name that you just Ooh, do not jebediah oh, jedediah Je you don't see a lot it's of still. jedediahs that uh are, are very woke <laughs> he got a dia and he gonna die if he fuck he gonna fuck around <laughs> Uh, he revealed that Hag Seth has been munching on day old pizza that was left on the set. Pizza Hut lasts for a long time, Hag Seth replied, defending himself. My 2019 resolution is to say things on the air that I say off the air. I don't think I washed my hands for 10 years. Really, I don't really wash my hands ever. I inoculate myself. Germs are not a real thing. I can't see them, therefore they're not real. Oh, so you've been wiping your ass and all the time, and you haven't washed your fucking hands. He argued that his unsanitary, uh, habits leave him immune to sickness these hands look pretty clean to me he remarked yeah here's the real problem with this this is on fox and friends people are watching this and what they're really the the, the subtle thing they're trying to do underneath this or subtle i guess to, if you're an idiot is be like yeah this coronavirus shit is not a big deal it's just some germs don't worry about it meanwhile all they listeners all they viewers in the motherfucking target group all um 70s 80s and 90s irs has postponed the april 15 tax payments for 90 days for most taxpayer so if you owe you got some more time to get your money together no it's serious when the government like about the taxes right now uh donald trump wants checks for americans immediately y'all he wants to send thousand dollar checks to each uh person each working american what's the catch we have to pay it back uh well they haven't said yet um but plus they, interest they listen uh thousand dollar checks for every uh adult american i think we need to give them a chance y'all i think it's time to hear donald trump out is all i'm saying okay uh i think mm -mm. we've been pretty tough on the guy 
and uh now that we could potentially Mm-mm. be getting a thousand dollars out of this um you know maybe the coronavirus is a hoax Mm-mm. for all that i know Mm-mm. you know just Mm-mm. drink more water Mm-mm. and uh stay in your bunkers and Mm-mm. just we'll cash the checks and if they don't bounce we'll see what happens in november you know no no okay no, it's, gonna, right. it's gonna be like the check cash in place it's gonna be a 50 percent interest okay all right karen's gonna keep that same energy i guess yes i am i will take your check cash and still say fuck you amazon is suspending shipment creations for sellers without household necessities uh say they say household items are a top priority yeah they tired of motherfuckers buying kleenex and tent and and paper towels and uh hand sanitizer <laughs> they're like we can't keep that shit in stock um well that said in a statement released by amazon we're temporarily prioritizing household staples medical supplies and other high demand products coming into our fulfillment centers so that we can more quickly receive restock and deliver these products to customers so it looks like they're trying to to do a better job delivering those things uh for major retailers online shops and drop shippers that sell product outside of household necessities amazon will be temporarily disabling their shipment creation function so that's how that's how big the demand for the things you brought up right and a lot a lot of some of this stuff is possibly hospitals and you know because i'm pretty sure those places use amazon too because amazon's so fucking big so you have people that are like order needs for for needs and and nursing homes and shit like that and they was like we got to make and personal needs that's like we got to make this shit our top priority and this other stuff isn't life and death they're also going to hire a hundred thousand more employees amid the coronavirus crisis i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing i mean i mean i'm glad people working but there's a lot of people well there's a lot of people out of a job right now too correct so i don't know you know we gonna keep people six feet away from each other yeah i don't know how that's gonna work you know uh south africa launches a travel ban on u.s uk and other high-risk countries amid coronavirus crisis because we trash they're like stay the fuck out keep you and your coronavirus president the fuck away from from here Y'all got them other prime ministers and shit sick. No. The last one. Americans uh don't trust what they're hearing from Trump on coronavirus. Of course not. He lies about every fucking thing. Just forty six percent of Americans now say the federal government is doing enough to prevent the spread of coronavirus, which is down from sixty one percent in February. Hmm, you don't say shit stop people's like, I can't go to my St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh shit, no, now it's the problem just 37 percent of americans now say they had a good amount or great deal of trust in what they're hearing from the president while 60 percent say they have they had not heard they had not very much or no trust at all in what he's saying still 37 percent is fucking high god you idiots the president's rates worse of all tested be it public health officials state and local leaders or the news media and more americans disapprove of the president's handling of the pandemic than approved by 49 to 44 percent margin well he stays with that 45 percent margin yeah them group them people ain't never gonna turn mm-hmm. like i don't know who's asking who but them motherfuckers right there there's nothing he could do but that does not differ greatly from his overall job approval of 43 percent yep it's largely unchanged from the last survey in february 51 percent said they still still said they approve of the president's handling of the economy despite the massive slides in the stock market related to coronavirus of late public health officials got the highest level of trust at 84 percent followed by those 
uh state and local leaders 72 percent americans were split 50 to 47 percent on whether they can trust information coming from the news media or not oh god yeah i wonder who i wonder who they're questioning yeah well also like what media because i guess right. if you said fox news if they count as the news media i'd be like no i don't trust them niggas right 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 you know so i guess it depends on what media but i, I have and a feeling it depends that it's on who you ask to like right how, that's how what i mean people, people of color yeah well not people of, well people of color or not i just feel like the, the my guess is the people going you can't trust the media are more of those like it's fake news donald trump said that's my guess right but who knows for sure I, you need to get into the reasons they don't trust the news right um but republicans still fuck with them republicans think the coronavirus is blown out of proportion trump initially underplayed the threat of the novel coronavirus and that appears to have affected how seriously some americans particularly republicans are taking the threat of the highly contagious virus just 40 percent of republicans now say it's a real threat which is down from 72 percent in february so more of them believed it was a threat in february Mm-hmm. donald trump says no big deal it's a hoax and now 40 percent of them think it's a threat so it's gone down 32 percent well, let me tell you why because motherfuckers are shutting shit down and people looking at them like oh what the fuck y'all gonna you're do? reading the stat wrong karen no oh 72 percent thought it was a threat in february oh they thought it was a threat 40 percent now think it's a threat oh it went backwards the fuck is this mm-hmm. why did it reverse a majority of republicans 54 percent said they think it's been blown out of proportion more than double what it was in february which is 23 percent they trying to kill everybody the fuck is this because there's a you know they have a propaganda wing of the party over there at fox news and fox news is telling them it's not a big deal the president's got it under control everyone's tripping he said it's fake news he says he has no responsibility for it but he also has the perfect plan to fix it and you know i think that shit is affecting stuff yes it is because i don't want to die because y'all up here fucking around i don't want my family members to die i don't want my loved ones to die i don't want to be without a job i don't want the economy to tank i don't want not to not have money because y'all fucking are fucking around and don't take this bullshit seriously independents also have dropped uh from two-thirds in february to just half thinking it's a real threat democrats on the other hand have gone the opposite direction 70 percent in february said it was a real threat and now it's 76 percent since the last survey much of the country has hit pause on regular daily life many states have closed schools many bars restaurants are shut down and americans are being urged to keep their distance from each other for an extended period of time until the pandemic is under control in the united states so yep day president calling the shots for all of us yep and they eat it up they believe the shit um all right let's see um what else i want to go actually you know what all right let's get to some other news guys um uh megan the stallion revealed she has a 2.7 gpa and then the internet rudely responds speaks on speaks on 1501 lawsuit and partying with the carters wait two people think a 2.7 gpa is bad in college that's good in college shit college hard i don't, I don't <laughs> know about much but shit college is hard like, getting a degree is not easy my niggas like if I, I got one that's why i ain't get another one i was like i'm good because like it only go to four right oh i 
well, i mean unless you unless you got one of them like schools that give you them them like the classes where you get extra over than more than 4.0 yeah like 2.7 yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't bad it's, it might not be quote-unquote good but it's not like bad like i didn't know 2.7 was bad you can graduate no. with a 2.7 right yeah 2.7 is good because uh my nigga people was getting less than that and they probably not doing half the shit she doing she torn she doing a lot of fucking shit yeah yeah you i don't know man that was that's kind of a weird yeah. flex a lot you know, of people not, love a 2.7 yeah it's not like she brought it up to say like oh my god bitch i got a 2.7 you niggas need to get on my level like they asked her and she actually said she was a little bit embarrassed about having a 2.7 and i think you know what i think it's also because we publicize so much shit as black excellence and all this stuff right. that you can't really be a normal black person you, you can't can, be average. like if you go to college you gotta be like the fucking smartest person in the college or something you can't just be like yeah i got a 2.7 and graduated like everybody fucking else at this school like no 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 megan you need to have a 4.0 you need to have a you need to be on the dean's list or some shit i don't know i'm not like i said i'm not calling it good obviously but i just didn't know that was bad i but you know that's also how fucking fake people are online right because you could get online i guess all of us ended up with three points on online huh right everybody everybody online <laughs> was a valedictorian online got i was fucking straight a's and the fives and the six because that's the thing some a lot of these niggas can her they goddamn line some of them barely passed high school a lot of people got d's and f's and barely made it through walking around here with 2.0s and shit like that and this um, and, and, and my thing is is you're not not knocking it but my thing is why are you criticizing her grade she she's like this 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 is this is the best that i can do. also like straight up i don't even remember what my gpa was in college i don't either you know i don't even remember now i think about it because it's really not that fucking important but once they put that goddamn piece of paper in your hand nobody gives a fuck it's really like did you get the degree or not right you know now look maybe if you was like some nerdy nigga that didn't have a lot of fun and you really took it like super damn serious and like yeah sure you probably did get like a 4.0 or yeah. some shit but like if you was having any level of fun the first time out of the house living all this experience yeah you probably did everyone had that one semester or that one year where it's like nigga i didn't think i was gonna make it i was having too much fun like you that's how you learn what too much fun is you learn what your limit is yeah it took me five years to get out of school man like i don't have no room to flex oh yeah i went five years because i was like bitch i'm not taking no more than 12 credit hours a semester one semester i took nine and People i was like why don't you take 15 to 18 bitch no and, and i didn't do some school and we had jobs right i was working <laughs> i was a waitress i was an ra bitch i worked yeah that's crazy honey i was like a 2.7 yes bitch i'll take it you know there's some, there's some degrees where you go i don't want no dummies you know doctors and shit like that it's some fields where you go no i need for a little, little bit higher but if you like a regular ass nigga with a regular ass degree nobody gives a fuck what a weird flex man that is such a weird flex man right because oh. if i went through some of the people that was criticizing her and quote-unquote joking on her let's see let's 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 go back to your transcripts i think i got out with like a 2.88 maybe something like that i can't remember it felt like it was like a high two though it don't feel like it was a a i don't think i made it to the threes and up until that point i had been over 3.0 and everything i'd ever done you know like you know but but also i had never been valedictorian or anything like that because i didn't want it that bad 
like i still wanted to go out and do hood rat shit with my friends right <laughs> and have some semblance of a life like because right, I, I i remember those people who took 18 and 21 hours a semester and finished school and like three and a half or or, or, or two years They're, i changed majors and i was on scholarship for most of my um for most of my uh college too by the I way too. i still had to pay for like a year though because i i wasn't on scholarship the last like one or two years but um yeah that like i don't know man i like this is one of them to me non-controversies like if you told me that in person i wouldn't be like damn nigga how you even in school i'd be like I'll, yeah that's about what the fuck happens that's about average and and, and and truth be particularly if you know you worked your ass off for it because i'm not trying to be fun. it was some classes honey where they gave the c that was the hardest ass c i was so out of the hat yes i will take the motherfucking c you know what uh you know what it means when you get a really high gpa in college and i, I don't mean this to slight anybody but it means you were really good at college you know what i mean like you were good at going to class good at being disciplined and studying you know you were good at the academic part of college which is nothing to sneeze at but you know for most people that's not what college is gonna be it's gonna be you know i hung out with my friends and i got drunk when i shouldn't have got drunk and i fucking stayed up too late and i missed class and mm-hmm. i played basketball and i skipped shit that i shouldn't have skipped like uh, you know many days i was like not today and rolled my ass over back to sleep you know and i know ain't none of us out working megan in real life so Come on! you know i don't know it just seemed like people was all the shit she do a 2.7 ain't nothing to fucking sneeze at my nigga people was clowning her hard that's that's crazy to me man I, you know and i can't even imagine you know all the shit she does because when i uh was at school i worked a i worked a full-time job night shift at shoney's and with the school bitch i would get up at nine i would make sure all my classes over at four i would come come to the dorm i would take about a two hour nap i would have to be to work by six and i work from 6 p.m to about midnight or one o'clock in the morning then i would come back and and actually study and do homework for about one or two in the morning to about three or four go to sleep and do that bitch all over again so i'm trying to tell you right now if if her schedule is anything like that a 2.7 is good yeah it's like being good at school don't necessarily mean you're smart it doesn't make you stupid either correct but you know you can be good at school we all know them niggas like they good at school and we like this nigga can't tie his shoes but yeah yeah, he he, he got seven phds yeah he good at school but you don't have no personality skills you good at school but you don't can't you know you you socially awkward and shit like that yeah so i don't know man it just seemed like a weird place to ding her as uh somehow being you know a terrible person or whatever um let's see what else i feel like talking about um well maybe we can get into uh do i want to talk fucking with black people yeah i guess so why not why not <laughs> actually actually no 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 i don't want to be fucked with today uh we've been fucked with all week yeah it's kind of a downer uh episode something a little bit more upbeat guys a little more fun Um, i'm glad we turned that train around how about this this segment instead oh whenever you want to play it is okay they're gonna like me they're gonna like me i'll be getting to the money Everybody, man. Think of getting 
black capitalists let's talk about these niggers um oh <laughs> not with an odd r an 11 year old new york city boy opens a thrift shop for low-income families wonderful i wanted to be a hero he says come on i want to be a hero oh it's so sad to see 11 year old children indoctrinated into white supremacist capitalism patriarchal bullshit what is he talking about it's so sad to see them already doing this karen what do you think oh that baby's so precious right look at him a precious capitalist yes he is they're trying to use his community against themselves yeah gentrifying their clothes that's that baby gonna do great things out here helping people a thrift store ain't nothing but gentrifying clothes y'all heard it here first what write it down put it on the (laughs) t-shirt but don't sell it okay because that's capitalism no no obocho peters is a fifth grader on a mission to make sure those who are less fortunate are able to dress to impress with what with that in mind the 11 year old from brooklyn new york runs obocho's closet a thrift store selling affordable donated clothes to sh- and shoes for kids for under ten dollars so wait let me get this right y'all applauding this child this los angeles naker for getting clothes for free and then selling them to the community mm-hmm. i'm supposed to applaud this capitalism mm-hmm. Mm-mm. no mm-hmm. you're supposed to give these clothes away the same way you got them he is making a tidy little profit Mm-mm. i don't like to see it i hate Who to see time it. and his labor the labor belongs to the people karen unless it's our labor then it goes to my bank account the project initially <laughs> started in 2018 as an online thrift shop but has since outgrown its digital life and in two th- in oh. december on his birthday obacho opened the first brick and mortar store in brooklyn his neighborhood of flatbush happy birthday to you baby it makes me feel like the hard work i've been doing is in this community has finally paid off oh finally 11 year old it took you a long time to make it uh the <laughs> wnyw jail code van has been toiling for 83 years okay <laughs> you're only 11 <laughs> he told w so you knew this boy he told wnyw at the store's grand opening which even had brooklyn borough president eric adams in attendance Obacho was able to get his dream off the ground thanks in part to a gofundme page which explained the inspirational backstory to his mission the student wrote that after seeing avengers infinity war he asked his mom sasha peters for eight toys from the film when peter said she couldn't afford eight toys he took matters into his own hands selling clothes and shoes he no longer wore to pay for them himself see it came from a selfish motivation he wasn't trying to help the community he was trying to help himself Hustler. to uh to hawkeye and black captain widow American. and captain america Spider-Man. yeah that's what he was trying to the do Hulk. i re- i realized that what the other families must face the same challenges with taking care of their children that idea turned into a mission i had today to help the community grow Oh. my pockets i was inspired by all the superheroes <laughs> helping to make the world a better place i wanted to be a hero myself by helping my mom peter's a single mom from st thomas u.s virgin islands helped her son launch his website and spotted an entrepreneurial spirit signed him up for business classes at the school you have to nurture kids when they come up with ideas and you have to pay attention to everything they say because they're telling you how to groom them to be a better version of themselves the capitalist told the outlet because overchose closet is for a for-profit business 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for profit. You Negro fell for it again. For profit, yeah. Thank God I'm so woke. I, I, Obocho, I about that. Obocho wrote, well, when he's a billionaire, y'all will be calling him evil and saying we need to take his means of productions and kill him and cut his head off in the um, revolution. So don't get me started. I, I'm just on it early, okay? I didn't say that. I spotted him early before he became Tony Stark, okay? He's trying to make it easier for his mama. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what the excuse is, okay? That's what Jay-Z told y'all. And now look at y'all. Y'all hate Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Obocho Obo wrote on his GoFundMe page that he found a different way to give back to his community. Hosting free financial literacy, literacy seminars geared towards teaching parents and kids how to save a college or pursue other goals like entrepreneurship. Oh, so he telling you Negroes oh. not to buy Jordans and to get passports and y'all fell for it. Cause That's he, not what that said. Because he's an adorable little 11 year old with a that fro. That is not what that said. I tell you, boy, they, ugh, the devil come, he being melanin and all y'all fall for it. <laughs> His efforts he even earned reportedly him the title the hero of the month in June from Adams. This young man personifies the great things young people are doing across our country, particularly in Brooklyn, he said on Good Men America. Mm-mm. Oh, that's sweet. <sighs> so sad to see you blacks just easily led astray i guess i am then that's sweet that's precious thank you charlotte millionaire chameleonette chameleonaire damn it's been so long since he was famous i forgot how to pronounce chameleonaire damn thank you chameleonaire invest in the 16 year old black girl sauce company owner talks impressive sales and new deals chameleonaire has invested in a sauce company that's owned by a 16 year old girl from houston texas the company owned by tyler simone creighton is called sienna sauce and offers sauces in the flavors of spicy tangy and lemon pepper all three negro favorites you know it dog creighton how was, they like their wings creighton was the runner-up in a contest that chameleonaire e40 uh created last year where they offered uh to give twenty five thousand dollars to invest to a minority or female-owned startup the rapper's investment in the sauce company is said to be under ten thousand dollars sienna sauce was a runner-up in my pitch competition i really like tracking this company said chameleonaire in a statement on his site republic.co i invested in sienna sauce because of i back startups that have domain expertise resiliency and a roadmap that i believe could potentially lead to success so you basically invest in so you can make some money so it's not even out the goodness of your heart this is really just you investing like you invest in the stock so he just how much are you expecting to rob this little girl out of whenever the money the sauce money start coming in whatever i might be ordering some sienna sauce him and e40 oh sprinkle me main over here taking advantage of the black community through our biggest weakness delicious barbecue sauce that none yes, of us can resist we can't this is how they get us this, and then years from now when they cutting off this little girl foot because of the diabetes y'all gonna just be applying chameleon now oh thank god he <laughs> gave her the money for the sauce to poison the community how do we get to this extreme chameleon that posted a video on his instagram page on monday march 2nd where he congratulated creighton who also spoke we're finalizing a deal with seven states and 80 stores and we are closing the deal as well with 16 schools for the sauce to be in their cafeteria so when you invest in sienna sauce you're investing in the future oh god now the kids gonna be uh, eating this. Uh, Michelle Obama told y'all stop fucking with this shit in the schools. And what y'all do? Let Trump get in office and put the sauce right back on the shelf. N- don't, what? No, what? A, no, you can't do that. Mm-mm-mm. Those things are not related. 
oh god creighton started making sauce at the young age of eight and last year hey, her, woo! yeah some people make sauce some people sell crack at that age both <laughs> of them horrible for the community did i know there is a difference there is a difference now they both could be addictive but no there is a difference last year her company reportedly reached one hundred and ninety one thousand dollars in revenue come on oh my god oh my god this little girl is gonna be a millionaire black capitalist at such a young age yes she is speak on it so sad that we using we losing the children so so early we all know the only good black person is a broke black person okay what no one thing us and republicans agree on the super wokes and the republicans we all agree blacks keep them broke okay that's the problem that is not they get some money and now they talking about money can fix the community and beyonce and jay-z billionaires and you know how it goes down in the elevator this is the problem with us we worship these celebrities and this money in a way that no one else does it's too bad for black people we got to stop it oh lord we have to rob this little girl y'all it's the only way to make it right you better not the teen is originally from bedford stuyvesant brooklyn oh what is going on in brooklyn oh and then she moved to texas she created a sauce that reminded her of one that she loved back home now see that's how i know it's a lie so it's a barbecue sauce in brooklyn that you loved more than the shit that's in texas already (laughs) okay sis before getting the investment from chameleonaire creighton had Why are you hating on the children today What's i'm hating on capitalism karen i'm hating on capitalism hating on the babies. i keep the same energy no matter what age the capitalist hating is hating on the babies both no. of these kids is making more money than me yes. and god damn it i'm tired of it karen the revolution is coming for these little kids they worked hard for their money and it will be led by me in this podcast i won't be happy until we redistribute all of their wealth and they no. broke like me no, no they keep their money before getting the investment from chameleonaire creighton had uh won ten thousand dollars in the revolt pitch competition for a company along with twenty five thousand dollars in the side hustle showdown on abc straight hand sarah and kiki the sauce company thanked chameleonaire for his investment as well as his co-sign on tuesday <sighs> so sad because he got it in his name chameleonaire which tells you what he about some money that capitalism mm-hmm, that's fine Mm, that's so sad to see um all right we need to get the hell out of this segment because i i can't take this (laughs) you and that anger yeah i know y'all see me rolling to the next segment y'all think i'm hating because i'm catching these capitalists out here riding dirty (laughs) they're not riding dirty they tell they let you know what they're doing yeah i'm sick of it okay guys it's time for us to stop worshiping at the feet of these neoliberals and these corporatists okay let's move on as black people be for the best now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts, man. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen, in the chat room to guess the race. And, of course, everyone playing is a stone-cold racist. All right. Let's get right into it, guys. Uh, mother and daughter attack mother's boyfriend, victim stabbed multiple times. 53-year-old Joyce Bean was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after an argument ensued between her and her boyfriend during which she told him, get out of my house and i want my teeth back oh 
she then began attacking him and ended up stabbing him multiple times but not before her daughter was able to jump in and get some licks in her on her own police reported that joyce bean and wendell harris uh have been dating for six years on february 24th police responded to a domestic call in reference to the couple when police arrived they made contact with wendell joyce and her daughter on the at the intersection of hermosa street um uh, window windows right hand and bottom teeth were bleeding joyce and her daughter were screaming take them to taking them to jail you have a 12-hour hold bitch joyce stated that she woke up and found windows phone filled with messages from another woman while window was sleeping joyce got up like it mm-hmm. joyce got up and began arguing with him stating get out of my house and i want my teeth back wendell got up grabbed his teeth and clothes and attempted to leave but joyce began yelling and grabbing at him in an attempt to thwart his exit joyce's daughter began fighting wendell as well when she saw her mother involved in the altercation with him wendell told police that during the time a knife was presented and he was stabbed in his right hand multiple times but he did not fight back and only attempted to leave joyce was determined to be the primary aggressor giving her statements along with the fact that she initiated the physical altercation and refused to allow wendell to leave the residence with his belongings her daughter fled the scene before police were able to interview her joyce was arrested charged of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon a bomb was set at ten thousand dollars karen guess the race of joyce bean joyce bean mm-hmm. i'm gonna go white it sounds like she bought him the teeth and wanted he tried to take his teeth with him and she was like uh-uh them my teeth i'll pay for them bitches you leave with what you came in here with half your teeth <laughs> uh this is a gaggle of negras says miss barnes traditional family values white black because white women don't let homeless men move in their homes six years of dating and no marriage black don't make joyce have to Aww. cut a nigga black black a white woman everything you own in the box to the left black the correct answer is karen said white mm-hmm. it's black i was going by that last name some of you did get it right though many of you said black did a picture show up mm-hmm. i was like yeah that's not like negro tendencies but i was just that name mm-hmm. also she knew the jail holding system a little too well ah! she did my bad she was like 12 hour hold bitch i'm like how you know because i've been in there several times ask about me they know joyce being uh let's see salt lake city police arrested a man on friday uh friday suspicion of assaulting an elderly woman police say daniel mutambala 18 got upset at his 84 year old grandmother who he lives with and then he kicked her in the chest knocking her unconscious kicked her in the chest she ain't gotta worry about corona getting her Woo, no she don't she's worried about her grandson 12 uh put a test uh she was transported to the hospital because she was having trouble breathing uh, you don't say an update on her condition was unavailable mutambala then resisted arrest police say pulling away from officers and getting into a fighting stance he was tased and taken into custody he was arrested on <laughs> charges charges of felony aggravated abuse of an elder adult and misdemeanor interference with an arresting officer karen guess the race of uh daniel mutambala 
Daniel Mutambala. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go white. Okay. Yeah. Grandma didn't pistol whip his ass. Got to be white. African. Stink meaner. Kick black. African who has been out with them white folks so long he hit his granny. Black. Nigerian done lost his damn mind. You did say Salt Lake, right? That was just to throw you off. The scent. African booty scratcher. Black. I'll give you buck black. Was challenging his elder for the throne and the title of Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> That's having that fight. Continent black. Nigerian. White white. Killmonger wasn't right. Has the strength of the Black Panther. Pinta. Uh, nigga that will beat an old woman for her social security check. Uh, check. uh Karen said, uh, white, right? Mm-hmm. You got it absolutely wrong. He's black. i'll take i'll take that l because the reason why i didn't think it was uh black black is because he kicked her in the chest and she didn't find the strength to get back up and whoop his ass well she was 84 uh anyway a lot of you got it right You know what? I bet you this is. I bet you this is the time she wish she'd had that dog named King. And King have fucked him up. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, grandbabies kicking grandmamas in the chest, man. That's where we at right now. You know he definitely going out to to crowded places during coronavirus. He definitely I'm like. I don't care. Everything. I don't care if somebody die from this shit. I don't. I hate old people. Kick my own grandmama. I don't and give a fuck. You, and you living with her. Mm-hmm double the points and the race double the points and the race double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is 0 for 2 i know i've been taking today but can she keep up this horrible horrible rate i would try my best let's see last one an illinois stripper arrested for drunk driving arrest uh, asked police to take her through a fast food restaurant drive-thru on the way uh-huh. on the way to jail where she later exposed a breast and announced that she would not be removing her nipple rings during the booking process well i like me a woman to know what she won't okay uh-huh. shatara mitchell 28 was behind the wheel of a pontiac g6 when peoria police pulled her over last saturday for running a stop sign around 1:45 a.m mitchell wearing a halter cop top and cut off shorts had worked that evening at lux showgirls a gentleman's club in west peoria a patrolman reported that mitchell's car smelled of alcohol and she had droopy eyelids Chitara seemed to be relaxed as her radio was loud and she was dancing in her seat seen at the right mitchell agreed to perform a series of field sobriety tests the results of which led to her arrest during one test mitchell became distracted since she wanted to dance and sing to a song that was playing on the car radio mitchell apologized saying i just really love this song well you know hey sometimes your jam come on okay it's hard to stop you know an initial breath test recorded mitchell's blood alcohol content at 2.204 which is more than twice the legal limit to 0.08 
mitchell told costa she had consumed two shots of tequila and two shots of vodka at home before going to work and that she had, had two double shots of hennessy cognac at the strip club Goddamn! after being handcuffed and placed into the squad car mitchell reportedly asked the officer to make a pit stop at a fast food uh restaurant so that she could get something to eat at a drive-thru window was it that Popeye establishment they didn't say which restaurant it was i guess that would give a clue mitchell also had concerns about her impending lodging behind the bars will they feed me in there she asked before declaring out of the blue i don't want nobody fucking me in the ass well we all agree what how do we get here well not we all agree but i would agree you know if i was on my way to jail that's one on the top things i don't want at the sheriff's office mitchell was uncuffed most people don't want that uh the sheriff's office mitchell was unwillingly at the sheriff's office mitchell was uncuffed as a patrolman began filling out an arrest report at one point she announced i'm not taking these out looking up from his work the cops saw mitchell had pulled down the turtle top exposing her breast pointing towards her nipple rings <laughs> he the, like the, fuck? the officer reported that he yelled at her to put her breast back in her shirt and i advised her that she cannot expose herself like that inside this facility mitchell then apologized that's the first time she probably heard that put those titties away ma'am i'm disgusted right now i'm just trying to fill out the paperwork i didn't ask for titties charges with drunk drive charge with drunk driving disregarding a stop sign mitchell seen below with some co-workers bonded out of jail later more that morning without further incident uh all right karen guess the race uh shatara mitchell black if shatara mitchell is white i'll be shocked all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh did you ask already yeah she might scroll up a little bit oh you asked kind of early on this one my bad i thought it was over i didn't realize you had that much it was longer uh give me a second to work my way okay she twerked instead of walking the line works at a strip club where they play rock music instead of rap music that's a black ass excuse her stripper name is sin as in sensational black i don't appreciate that she has my last name well eh, no i'm not gonna say anything uh hennessy cognac i changed my answer she black hennessy never settle streaming on <laughs> streaming on bt plus tyler perry presents freedom titties black jenny thing anything is possible uh sound like a lost scene from players club black black mm, uh titty black uh <laughs> come on buddy hennessy black shit shaking my damn head take me to checkers damn it <laughs> nigga shit her stage name is alizé black dance to five star and not cherry pie black magic city <laughs> roller the cop was more of an ass man the correct answer is <laughs> she was black and uh some of you got it wrong wait i think some of y'all got it wrong yeah now i will say this she is black um i don't know that she works at the black strip club though that name sound white well no 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 the name is the the other strip club yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um and then the picture of her with her co-workers is a bunch of white girls i don't know if you guys can see that on y'all screen mm-hmm. but she, she might have been dancing to cherry pie and they don't look like the kind of white girls that be in the black strip club either they mm-hmm. just look like regular like 
regular degular white girl so mm-hmm. they, they don't look like they have them they them pogs yeah so you know no series in this bunch Mm-mm. or whatever y'all are into these days um all right let's move on to sore ratchetness that's right it's time to talk about uh sword ratchetness something that we uh don't really condone even in the uh even in the uh, coronavirus apocalypse guys mm-hmm. okay don't just go out here without getting some training and using your sword within the legal limits okay some of you guys get a little reckless out here two masked men armed with samurai swords have stormed a service station in sydney's west and fled with a thousand dollars in cash cctv captured the terrifying moment the men stormed into george's hall station on sunday at about 9 10 p.m store owner peter said that he was forced back into the store by one of the armed men the guy was swinging it saying get inside get inside peter said inside the store more cctv cameras capture one of the offenders searching the counter area before forcing peter to open up the locked cigarette shells both men then fled with almost a thousand dollars a third person waiting in a getaway car outside was caught on camera pulling up and picking up the robbers before speeding away the whole ordeal was captured on a mobile phone by shock by a shocked bystander who watched from across the road in their backyard police are appealing for anyone with information to come forward and contact crime stoppers damn a sword fucking gas station robbery ah Mm-mm-mm. that's crazy and then stole right. some cigarettes too because why not add smoking on, on top, top of, of it. that if you're gonna be doing it all right y'all that's it for today's episode go check out those medium talks okay your boy's mm-hmm. been working yes he has um, y'all. so you know we got plenty you guys are stuck at home in this quarantine shit uh and now you got plenty of content to listen to uh so hopefully you guys enjoy it and um uh we'll be back tomorrow with our walking dead recap mm-hmm. thursday morning no yeah thursday morning i'm planning on doing uh this too much with bossy and thursday night is uh balls deep sports and then i'm taking friday to fuck off oh, all yeah. right y'all um until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>